Hi, welcome to another episode of The Rhythm of Community. I'm your host, Ralph Clark. Today we're going to be talking with Tony, who's the owner of Southside Smoke Shack. And it's a food truck that's located along Highway 71. And so when you're hearing the traffic in the background, that's why. Tony, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here, Ralph, and talk with you again, as always. How did you get into barbecue in the first place? Oh, geez. Honestly, I got into it because I got sick and tired of going somewhere and having food that was good the first time I went there. And when I went back, it was subpar. And when I went back again, it was mediocre. And when I got there again, it was trash. And I won't name any place, but been a few places. And now I'm doing my own because I know what I like. And a lot of people seem to like it too, apparently. <laughs> But I hope more people come and get a chance to experience it, that's for sure. But I got into it because I, that's the real reason. What about watching people eating your food? I got to say, it's humbling, to be honest with you. It really is. Because I look at these people, I hear what they say, and I'm like, you know, you don't really just have to tell me that. If it's trash, you can tell me, because I just want to know so I can fix it. They don't say it's trash. and. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, people eat my food? Are you kidding me? So it's a running joke in my family. People pay it for my food. <laughs> but it's good, though. It's good, so. Jeez, I'm sweating talking about it. <laughs> I love it. Tony, as you know, I build community through barbecue, and obviously you build community through barbecue hmm. but I'm curious before we get into how you build community can you tell me a community that you were involved with during your past that was transformative or that helped you grow in a way that you might not have done without that community yeah community called the United States Army <laughs> <laughs> basic training that was a pretty good shot at real community I mean I had my friends growing up in school all that stuff few but around the neighborhoods or whatever, my friends. But I learned community in the Army, in basic training. Bunch of ragtag gang of weirdo kids, some adults even, that showed me that we do need each other, other people. So I learned to depend on other people, people that don't look like me, people that don't think like me. I learned to do that then. You have a unique setup here. I mean, your food truck looks like any other food truck, but the community that you're building here, tell me about it. Well, actually, actually, I'm not building it, it's building itself. This is a gang of girls in here that are female bosses, as they call themselves. Dark Hearts Community is the name. And what we have here is just a bunch of misfits, pretty much, you know, people that aren't really accepted in society for whatever reason, but here we just happen to have a bunch of different people. So the type of community we want to build is an inclusive one here. Or, or at least that's what they're doing. And my contribution is to make sure everybody can eat. I don't care who comes to this food truck window. They can eat. And so I don't see why we can't use that same technique when it comes to everything else, whoever you are. Come on over here and get you something to eat. If you need something, come get something. These girls do hair in there. There's a hair salon. They do tattoos in there, a couple of tattoo artists. I don't know what else they plan on doing. We've got live music in the backyard out here all kinds of events taking place. They have parties that are hosted out here. Valentine's Day party coming up here soon on Valentine's Day. Actually, is that the 10th? 
Valentine's Day party. So come out and see what's going on, get to know some different types of people because they're different, I can tell you. And it's not what you would expect. So when you take an opportunity to do something like that, get to know somebody, step outside your little comfort zone, or take an invitation, accept an invitation to somewhere that's out of the norm, you never know what you'd run across or who you'd run across. So we're trying to build an inclusive community, especially here on the south of town. It's where this is the end of, I guess people would call society, honestly. Based on what I've heard coming from Greenland area and Winslow area, they don't really deal with the people in Fayetteville in the south in the rest of, you know, northern area of town. So maybe we can create a link, get some of those people out there, some of the bands that play. We want all kinds of people. Bluegrass music. It's one of these girls' favorite type of music. Couldn't look at her and tell, but somebody likes bluegrass. And we need to find somebody who can play and who will do it. So, And someone said that there are bluegrass artists down there in Winslow somewhere in the holler or somewhere. I don't know who. They said it. So You're welcome if you're listening, if you can hear us. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> but that's it, man. That's about all I know. So what I'm hearing you say is this is a community that doesn't feel like they're seen amongst the regular, I don't want to say society, just, mm-hmm. just among regular folk. Yeah, just um, here's a group of social misfits, honestly. It may not seem like it, but I'm a social misfit. I don't mind being so. I, mean, I, I need my alone time so I can recharge. And so do these people. They just happen to do their things at night. They have parties at night. You know, that's where the live music and events and stuff are. So they don't get to see a whole lot of the daytime people, I guess you could say. <laughs> Sounds like vampires or something, but it's not. I promise it's not as weird as it seems. But that's the type of environment that we have here as far as social is concerned. Everybody's included around here. They accept everyone for who they are as human beings. Mm. I've heard it said that in order to be a good listener, you have to set yourself aside. How has listening to the conversations or striking up conversations with these people, which, I mean, to look at you, I wouldn't have thought that you would fit in with this crowd. And I mean, nothing (laughs) bad about it. It's just, it doesn't seem like at first it was your type of crowd that you would choose. No. But how has becoming part of this community changed you? Well, first of all, you are 100% correct by your assumption that it wouldn't be my first choice of crowd. Because, I mean, there are obvious differences. First, there are a gang of girls out here, and they listen to music that I don't listen to particularly. But as I listen to it, and I have to appreciate the skill and the craft that these artists have. As they perform out here on the stage, I get a chance to meet some of these artists, and I may not understand all that noise, but I can hear them when they speak to me and they have genuine hearts. So what I've learned is not to look at these people because they may have, say, purple hair or something like that. I'm bald and black, you know, and these people are, I mean, I guess you can figure out what color they are. A lot of times they have on makeup, different things, you know, uh, nobody's one particular ethnicity out here as far as, you know, there's multiple races, if you want to call us races of people that come in and out of this place and nobody has any problem with anybody. That's what I've seen. So what it's caused me and allowed me to see was that it is possible to live in a group of diverse people, I mean completely different people, and get along just fine. If you don't fall for the, oh my gods, they're different, or oh my goodness, this is that, they're this and they're that, you don't have a chance to get to know these people. So I've been allowed to sit here 
and I do mean allowed to sit here and you know experience another person's life, other people's lives and points of view, things that I've never would you know never would have done before. When you first walk into the group, mm. the differences are obvious. Oh yeah. But over time, how much do you have different versus how much you have in common? Honestly, there is no difference. I think the oddball part about this gang is we don't really care to be seen so much. Actually, I prefer to be behind the scenes just to be able to do the good, do the work. I'd rather not because people, when people note you for something, it seems as though they have other expectations at that point. And now when you're outside of your elements, you have to operate, or you don't have to, but you feel pressure sometimes to operate outside of your element, outside of your designated area in order to live up to or to provide for things that you're not actually designed for or not, I guess, slated for, basically. I think it's more of an expression. We would rather be expressed. I'd rather you see what I've done as opposed to see me doing it. You know what I mean? Does that mm -hmm. make any sense? These people are creative tattoo artists. They'd rather you walk around and see that and be reminded of a great experience. When you eat some of this uh, smoked meat here, I want you to remember this place, not just because you come spend your money, but because it's good quality food, it's good stuff. If Crystal does your hair in there, you, you're going to carry that, and she can do some hair. Trust me, I see it all the time. I can't believe it. But, and all these people who craft, these crafts that they make that you saw on the walls in there, they hand make that stuff in there, as interesting as it may be. So it's expression. We want to know, we want people to know that we are people, we have feelings, we're creatives, we are capable, and we're just like everybody else. Just look a little different. That's it. I mean, maybe listen to a little different music. Some people hate rap music. I happen to like rap music. Some of it, not this modern stuff, but old school rap music, I'd rather listen to that as opposed to don't even name one today because I would probably know who it is anyway but yeah that's what I prefer so what a great example of setting yourself aside and just listening and taking in the community trying to keep any opinions mm. or obstacles that you may have mm. to prevent you from getting to know this crowd yeah you, you, did you ask the question was it what obstacles or was it were there any influences that allow or that would cause me to sit back and look. Let's I mean, go with both. Well, I'll go with the former. There was no interest in getting to know people that were gothic or looked gothic. Couldn't care less. Whatever they did was whatever they did. I wouldn't look twice in their direction. Another thing was a big thing was the LGBTQ community. I would not look twice, wouldn't think twice about them. I know people who belong to that community. But that, as far as I was concerned, was none of my business. As long as they did their thing, kept me out of it, I was fine with that. Definitely wasn't pro, you know, I'll say that. I'm not pro now, but I'm not anti. I'm not against these people because I've had the experience, opportunity to meet some people who belong to that community on a deeper level than my surface level. And all the stuff that I've heard and seen has been debunked. A bunch of it has been debunked. And it may be true for individuals like everybody else. They say the same thing about my people. Black people are this, black people are that. But it's based on your experience. I'm sorry you had a bad experience, but that's not everybody. And that's what I've learned. It's one of the big things that I've learned. And that would have kept me 
um, it was big enough to have kept me from saying, hey, I'm going to go and attach myself to this group of people. And so to get here and to experience that is just another example of how I think we've been calloused towards one another. And we've been trained to focus on just our little, little sphere of influence, and we shouldn't do that. We need to expand. We need to get out and meet people. Be a little more social, like really social, not social media. I, what I hear you saying is you stepped out of your echo chamber and exposed yourself to other ways of thinking. Yeah. And it didn't necessarily change the way you thought, but it gave you more respect for that community and it took away some of the myths or misconceptions yeah. about that community. Actually, it gave me a love for the people, for the people that I know for sure that belong to the community. I don't have a whole lot of experience with the people, but I do get a chance to see some of these people on a weekly basis at least. And they're the most pleasant people that I know. I won't say the most, but some of the most, among the most. And for people to just harshly judge and criticize one of them that I know, just based on the fact that they may know what their preferences are, would irritate me to the point where I'd probably defend, I would, I would defend them in or out of their presence. But I think that that was a position I was in before. Like, I've heard all I need to hear about this. I know enough people. And at the time, I did know some people who belonged to that community. And we were cool. But it was the same. I just knew that they were okay, but the rest of them got to be crazy or whatever, the way they act and the way they do and this and that and the other. Turn around and have to look at myself. I'm like, well, I know a bunch of crazy black people. A bunch. And so when I get around them, guess what? When they look over there and see that gang of crazy black people and see me in there, guess what? I'm one of those crazy black people by default. So we can't do that to people. That's what I learned. You cannot do that to people. I don't care. And we just happen to say LGBTQ because it's a hot topic today, apparently. But that's with anything. It could be with Chinese people. That's a thing. People from Iran or somewhere. That's a thing. Israel, everybody's anti-Jew today. So when's it going to be your turn? I want to float an idea by you, just from listening to you talk mm. on the subject of diversity. Mm. What would you say is more diversified as far as getting people together? And I'm just going to pick Republicans okay. right now. What is more diversified, I guess is what I'm asking, is you have a group of Republicans and there's Hispanics and blacks and whites in that group of Republicans. Or if you have Let's just say, like your analogy, a group of black people, and not thinking of them as crazy <clears throat> black people, but one's a Republican, one's a Democrat, one's LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. what, what do you think this word diversity is? Is it in thought? Is it in color of your skin? Mm. How do you expose yourself to diversity? I think thought would be a big one, the biggest one, because a after a certain point, Skin is just skin. If people have enough time to sit and, and talk with someone, then you'll forget you're talking to whoever you're looking at. You're going to get inside somebody's mind, and they're going to get inside of yours if you're really actually communicating. And if there is a commonality, which there would be if you actually communicate, this stuff wouldn't matter. So I think it's a thought deal more than anything. Because like you said, black, gay, Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. We could all sit in the same room and throw rocks at each other all day long. It doesn't matter what we look like. It's about your thought processes. Are you able to allow someone else to be who they are?
and accept that. And in, the, and in turn, are you going to allow someone else to be who they are and you accept that? Because either way it goes, they're just trying to be right. Like, I want my way. You accept me. And if you don't accept me, then you're wrong. So that means you don't accept me. You can't, it's just a big circle for no reason, just a hamster wheel. So I think the diversity of thought would be the way to go. So the purpose of my podcast is to encourage people, if they have a hobby, if they have a passion or something, mm -hmm. to look at that passion and see, is it something that you can share with others to start building community? Yeah. What would you suggest to somebody who's thinking about that? I think that what you just said is perfect, first of all. If there's something that I can conceive in my mind, then there must be a way to do it. Because I don't think I have a bunch of just empty thoughts. I mean, I may fill my head with a bunch of crap on pardon my language, with a bunch of stuff online. But if there's an idea in my head and I can see it through in my mind, then I think it's worth doing. And the big thing for me as far as that's concerned is making sure that it's not a self-motivated thing. Because every time I try to do something that's just for me, I lose interest in it. It doesn't do what I expected it to do or anything like that. But if I allow the greater good, so to speak, think about the big picture, as far as community is concerned, it works. It works. People will get behind you. The motivation is there. The whole energy shift is there. It's like from selfishness to group thinking, group participation. That's what all this is for back here, is to bring people here. All the backyard is for people to come, different people. And that's what I hope. You know, I would like for the people in Winslow and Greenland and West Fork and all those areas to at least come out here at one point and let's all get together and see the differences and get to know the people who are different. And the reason I'm here is because if you really want to know, it wasn't a plan of mine to be here. It was to help some people out, give them an opportunity to see what it's like to live out their dream, honestly. So that was able to be done. I can say that was a success, honestly. It was. This is a byproduct of it, is what it is. I just happen to be lucky and blessed enough to be here to receive some of the benefits, like I said, this community. Get to be a part of these people and them be a part of me in my life. I would have missed this opportunity had none of this other stuff happened. Excellent. Well, before we wrap up this interview, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would mm -hmm. like to comment on? Well, honestly, there isn't anything that I could say without feeling like I'm doing a promotion, to be honest. <clears throat> Unless you want me to do a plug for somebody. Well, not necessarily a plug for somebody, but if somebody wanted to come out and mm -hmm. enjoy this community, that's what I try want. your food, well, um, how can people get a hold of you? That's what I want to do. The address is 3130 South School Avenue. And this community is called Dark Hearts Community on Facebook and on Instagram can find us here. This food trailer is Southside Smoke Shack, as you heard. Same address, 3130 South School. And a good contact information would be Instagram and Facebook, and this phone number, 479-313-2928 for food. Other than that, I say check out this podcast every chance you get. I actually listened to that last one that you sent me, the first one you did. Excellent, excellent. 
And we got to go there sometime. Check them out. But at any rate, that's all I got. Come get your haircut. Come get you some tattoos. Come get you some food while you wait. And here this spring, come and enjoy some live music and book a party or something with us. Well, thank you, Tony. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's a pleasure to chat with you all the time. What do you like about being part of this community? Well, to me, it feels very much like a family effort. There's a lot of kids involved, a lot of adults that have grown up here that we recognize there's not a lot of place for our kids now to go. So I feel like we're building a community through trying to create a safe place for our kids. What makes this community special to you? Well, I love that this community is so open to different walks of life. Um, I love that it is a safe place for the LGBTQ community, um, as well as the people who probably grew up feeling like the weird kid in class. That's what I really appreciate about this place is that it's always like open to different experiences and it's always trying to get like a little bit um, of each like niche experience. And then you also work out of this community. What is, what is the name of your business and what do you do? Yeah, so um, I have a private studio um, in the Dark Hearts, Dark Hearts community, um, but my private studio is called Gemini Morning, and morning as in grieving. What makes this community special to you? It feels like this community is a place where I can actually belong, and I don't have to, like, conform to any particular set of being. I can just be who I am, and it's accepted. And um, that's the best part, really, is just coming in, doing my thing, doing what I love to do, and that being okay. And what you love to do is? Uh, I love to tattoo. Uh, my favorite things to do are American traditional with a spooky twist and uh, illustrative style with lots of fine little details, which is what I'm tattooing on myself today. Very good. Well, thank you very much. Yes, you're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Remember, the rhythm of community is not just in the stories we tell, but in the actions we take and the connections we nurture. So until next time, this is Ralph saying, start something, establish your own rhythm, ignite, change with love, and harmonize your world. Mm -hmm.